Welcome to the Breezy Babies podcast. This is episode 148, your most Googled lactation topics on positioning and sore nipples. Could you use more confidence as a parent? Welcome to the happy place where boobs and babies, you're in good hands. Breezy Babies is where we ease your transition into parenthood because it's a bumpy road. Am I right? I'm your host, Breezy IBCLC, and if you'd like to make life as a parent more breezy, you're in the right place. I'm here to deliver small bite-sized tips and tricks so you can crush your parenting and lactation goals. I'm honored to be on this journey with you. Let's go. Hey there, friend. It's so good to be back with you for another podcast episode. Today is going to be a little bit of a different episode, a little unscripted. I am just going to be answering common lactation questions that I get all the time. And I also know that these are some of the most Googled lactation topics on both positioning and sore nipples. So chances are you have done a late night Google search with one of these questions before. Um, And listen, I'm all about Google. Google can be great. I Google questions myself all day long. But sometimes when you are having lactation troubles, breastfeeding problems, nursing problems, pumping problems, latching positioning problems, sore nipple problems, and you do a Google search in the middle of the night, it's not always the most helpful thing. (laughs) Even on the most innocent of topics, I have clients, for example, that they are so concerned about their milk supply. They are convinced that their baby is not getting enough to eat at the breast. I go to their house and I do a way feed way. So I weigh their, weigh their baby before a feed, they feed them. And then we weigh them after a feed. And sometime during that consultation, they say something like, well, I looked online and I read that a baby is supposed to nurse for at least 10 to 15 minutes on each side and they have to feed um, on both breasts for every feed. And let me just say that is not true for everyone, especially my clients that have oversupply. They could never feed their baby for 15 minutes on both breasts. In fact, some babies, even young babies, I've seen them get a full feed at the breast in five minutes or less. I've seen it time and time again. It's not really common. Um, That's definitely more with oversupply, fast flowing milk. But if you are a parent who reads that online and then your baby is only feeding for five minutes, that would give you a lot of anxiety (laughs) and convince you that your baby is not getting enough to eat. So I love meeting with those families and showing them, hey, look at the scale. Your baby actually just took in two ounces or whatever it is in those five minutes. And look, your baby is also following his growth curve and your baby is also having great wet and poopy diapers and acting, you know, happy and content after feeds. So, you know, hopefully we can continue to dispel some of these commonly Googled questions and I can offer you a little bit of um, some expert advice. Before I do that, I want to read a um, a review to you. This one's not a podcast review, but instead a Google review that was left by a client. Um, 
Her name is Allison Palmer, and she said, I can't recommend Brie enough. She is so knowledgeable and has taught me so much in just one appointment. She was so kind and made the appointment very easygoing. I wish I knew about her for my first baby. If there's one thing I would recommend most for first-time moms, it is to see a lactation specialist, and Brie is the best. Isn't that so nice? I'm telling you, Google reviews are just the easiest freest way to tell a company that you like what they're doing and you support them and you want to help other people find them and their business. So thank you, Allison, so much for leaving that Google review. Okay. Again, I'm telling you this podcast is going to be a little unscripted. I'm just going to talk like I normally do to a lot of my clients as I'm answering these questions. Today, I'm gonna to answer these, let's see, five questions. I'm gonna answer, what are the best positions for breastfeeding with sore nipples? I'm gonna answer, can I use a breast pump if my nipples are sore? Can sore nipples decrease milk supply? How long will nipples be sore from breastfeeding? And last, is nipple pain normal when breastfeeding? After I answer those five questions, I'm going to transition into my top three tips because you know I do that on every podcast episode so that you have some quick actionable steps that you can take and put into action right away. And I even have more questions than this that I think I'll cover on a part two episode um, because there's just a lot of questions that are commonly Googled. But today we're going to focus on those five that I read off. Okay, let's dive in. So again, that first question was, what are the best positions for breastfeeding with sore nipples? The easy answer to this question is the best breastfeeding position is the one that gets the deepest latch. And there is no one answer for um, that's, that's a blanket statement for everyone. Now, the positions that I see most commonly for sure is the cradle. The cradle is very well loved. Even the cross cradle, um, I see a lot with my clients and also the football hold. Now, are those the best positions? Uh, I mean, they're, they can work well. Um, they're not always my first go-to. I also love options of upright positions where baby's like sitting in front and straddling um, mom's legs while she is feeding. And I also really love sideline positions. Now, again, it's not like you can do every single feed in sideline that gets a little tricky during the daytime hours, but it works really great for nighttime hours, for example. So there's no one position that I'm like, oh, I am married to this one. Everyone should do this one. This one works for everyone because um, in the end, it really matters what my client is most comfortable doing. If during the consultation, I notice that my client just really loves the cradle, then, you know, if we can make the cradle work, then we'll roll with it. If not, I will suggest, hey, what if we try the cross cradle? And the only difference, by the way, is that you just switch your hands. So if your baby is feeding on the right side and you're cradling them in your right arm, instead you use your left arm to support baby and gently hold around the base of their skull. And then you use your right arm to form your breast so that you can get a deeper latch. Now I have some clients who can get a deep latch with a cradle hold, even with a newborn. 
Again, it's not my go-to position. The cradle hold is not my favorite for young babies. I think it works well for older babies, but sometimes it can be really tricky to get a deep latch with the cradle hold. But again, if we can get a deep latch and number one, uh, mom is not feeling any pain and number two, baby is transferring milk, then I am happy and that is a great breastfeeding position. Often during my consultation, I just offer other suggestions like, hey, when you're feeling ready, this is how you do an upright position and that might serve you well because you have fast flowing milk and so your baby would be able to control the flow a little bit easier with this position. So this is how you do it, but when you're feeling ready, pull it out of your tool belt. You don't have to do it right now. Do it when you're feeling comfortable and confident. Um, but there is, uh, I mean, honestly, the sky is the limit when it comes to breastfeeding positions. Yes, we have the cradle, the cross cradle, the football, upright, sideline. Yes, those are all positions, but really you can do any, literally any position that feels right for you and your baby, as long as you're not having pain and your baby is transferring milk well. Okay, that's really all that matters. All right, let's move to the next question. Can I use a breast pump if my nipples are sore? Yes, you can use a breast pump. That is totally an option. And a lot of times with my clients, sometimes we do, like especially my clients that are having a lot of pain, a lot of breakdown, sometimes we kind of do a little bit of a reset where we take a break from latching just for up to like 48 hours and they pump during that time to protect their milk supply and give their nipples some time to heal up before we go back to latching baby again, just so that we're starting in a better spot than a spot of bleeding breakdown blisters, <laughs> the three Bs as I like to call them. So yes, you can use a breast pump if your nipples are sore. Again, I would highly suggest working with an IBCLC to see why are your nipples sore because that soreness, especially if it's toe curling pain, is not normal. There is a reason why it's not feeling right. And most of the time it's due to your baby not having a deep enough latch. So yes, you can use a breast pump as an option, but make sure you have the right flange size. That's gonna be really important. Otherwise you might just give yourself more sore nipples if you're using your breast pump when your nipples are sore. So how do you find the right flange size? Well, I do have a free nipple ruler on my website, breezybabies.com. You can go and download that, download that for free at any time. It's not the fanciest nipple ruler. I take a, a nicer one to my consultations, um, you know, but it, it does the job. It is a paper nipple ruler. So you do have to print it off and cut out the circles and and it, it at least can get you in the right ballpark because listen, the flange sizes that are sent standard with breast pumps, they are trash. I'm telling you guys, almost nobody is a size 24 or 25 and especially a 28. I've never measured a client that big. I'm sure someone exists out there who has that flange size truly, but why that is sent standard is beyond me. There's a lot of pumps who are starting to send like a 21 and a 24 as the standard sizes, which is better. <laughs> it's a step in the right direction, but even 21 millimeters I find is on the really high end. Most of my clients that I size for are a 13, a 15, a 17. 
a 19. Those are really common sizes, but definitely not a 25. So um, if you are using your breast pump, I definitely suggest getting the right size. And if you measure yourself and you're like, wow, I have a 25, but I'm actually a 15. You, there are so many options. Even on Amazon alone, there are so many options where you can get the hard flange that will fit and be compatible with your breast pump, even if it's not the exact same brand and um, it's the generic brand, it's okay. It'll work and fit. Some people prefer the hard flanges and others can just get the insert and pop it into their 25 millimeter and it will size them, them down to the appropriate size. Now, which one is right for you? I don't know. It's kind of like finding the right shoe size and the right fit. Everyone has different anatomy. So whether you like the hard flange or the insert better, if you're kind of in between sizes and you're not sure like, oh, am I a 13 or a 15? I just suggest buying both and trying it out because you just, you have to try it out. Just like with a pair of shoes, you try them on, you, you take a walk around the block <laughs> or the shoe aisle. That's what you have to do with flanges as well. So there you go. You can pump, make sure you have the right flanchise. And one other thought on that, make sure you're not bumping up your suction all the way to the top. This is not a game like, oh, the higher your suction, the more points you get. No, you can do damage if your suction is too high. You should have a nice steady pull, but it should not be painful when you're pumping. Okay, let's move on to the next question. Can sore nipples decrease milk supply? Yes, <laughs> they absolutely can. Because you remove milk and feed your baby so often that when you're feeling pain, you tend to put off feedings longer, <laughs> right? Which makes sense. I get it. You're a human. If you know that it's time to feed your baby and you either need to latch or pump and you know it's going to be painful, you're going to put it off as long as possible and then your body is getting less stimulation. You're removing less milk. So of course your milk supply is going to decrease. Um, and our bodies, they hold on to emotions, right? If we know that there's pain involved, our body's like, we don't want a part of that. And it can just completely shut off. So yes, sore nipples can absolutely decrease milk supply. So if you're having sore nipples, please, please, please work with an IBCLC and figure out why that soreness is happening. Me and my team, we meet with people all over the world. And even within the United States, we work with clients from all over the United States and we meet with them virtually or in person if they are local to Northern Utah. Um, and a lot of our clients are covered with free consultations, which means that they don't pay us anything. I always have the link to check for free consults in the show notes or at breezybabies.com. Um, if you have an insurance like Cigna or Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, there's also certain logos that you can look, look for on your insurance card. Um, you can see if you qualify. All right, let's move on to the next one. How long will, will nipples be sore from breastfeeding? Um, they will be sore as long as the problem, the underlying cause is still present. Okay. So if you have a shallow latch with every feed and you're working really hard to heal up your nipples, you're using the fancy nipple cream or even the silver, silver at cups that I really love, um, to heal up your nipples and they're not getting better. Well, it's because you still have a shallow latch with every feed you're feeding so often that, um, 
that pain will not go away if you have a shell latch. Or maybe there's an infection going on or something. There, there's some reason why you're having sore nipples. It could even be from your baby's oral anatomy. Maybe they have a tongue tie or a lip tie. I don't know. But whatever it is, you have to get to the root cause before the sore nipples can go away. And let me just explain for a second here that there's a very big difference between, oh, this is a new sensation. I just had a baby. I'm not really used to some other humans sucking on my nipples every few hours. <laughs> there's a big difference between that new sensation and that kind of like a little bit of soreness that is very different from toe curling pain, okay? Because yes, after you deliver your baby, you do have a big shift in hormones that happens. So your nipples are a little bit more sore. Well, they're a little bit more sensitive than normal, which can be interpreted as soreness. But that is not the same as toe curling pain. Toe curling pain, never normal with nursing. Absolutely get help from an IVCLC. Um, I kind of already answered the next question. Is nipple pain normal when breastfeeding? No, 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 no. Pain, right, is not normal with breastfeeding. And I will say that till the day I die. I have people all the time say, I just don't believe you. Every time I nursed my babies, it just was painful. And so I just tell everyone before they nurse, just get ready for the pain. And there's just no way around that. <laughs> but um, no, we're, we're not normalizing pain. We're not normalizing nipple pain. That should not be a normal part of our lactation journeys. So I just, I can't get on board with that. Okay, let me transition now to my top three tips. Number one is the position that feels best is the best. Okay, I kind of already explained this before as I was going through the questions, but you don't have to feel married to one position. If someone tells you, oh, my baby always used this position and they fed really well, well, that's great that that worked for them, but that might not be the best for you. You may prefer to hold your baby a different way based on the anatomy of your body. Even like breast size can make a big difference on what breastfeeding positions are going to feel right. So whatever the position is that feels right, that is the best one. And it can change over time. Maybe you really love the football hold when your baby is little, but now your baby's grown and they're long and they don't quite tuck in next to you in the football position. Well, then you can try a different position, pull a different one out of your tool belt. Tip number two is toe curling pain is never normal with breastfeeding. You know, I had to throw that into my top three tips because I just, oh, I could just shout that from the rooftop, something that everyone should know who is lactating or planning to lactate. Toe curling pain is never normal with breastfeeding. Okay, tip number three is get help. Please do not go down this road by yourself. I'm telling you, every time I talk to someone and I tell them what I do for work, they always say, oh, I so could have used your help when I had babies. And they proceed to tell a story about how their baby screamed and wouldn't latch and no one could help or their nipples were so sore and bleeding and bruised. And listen, I could have used my help with my first two. I had no idea just what was going on. And I thought the pain and discomfort that I was feeling was normal. And I just pushed through. 
Basically, what I'm saying is there really isn't anyone who would not benefit from breastfeeding help, even if things are going pretty smooth overall. You might have a question about your breast pump or how to work it or how to store breast milk or why you have this weird looking white dot on the end of your nipple or how to position your baby at night so you can get more rest or how to latch while baby wearing or how to maintain your supply while starting solids. Honestly, I could go on much longer, but I think you get the picture. This is why I love when my clients are approved for free consults through their insurance because everybody needs breastfeeding help. Even if they don't want to breastfeed, they could use help on how to stop lactation after birth. It's just a need. And every time a new insurance is added to my approved list, I seriously do a happy dance. (laughs) My dream is that everyone will be covered one day, no matter what insurance you have. We're not there quite yet, but um, are getting closer, you know, every day. So every time someone comes to me asking for help, I do have them run their insurance through my link just to check. It's worth checking. Lactation Network is our biller. And if you want to check for free consults, do that at breezybabies.com. And again, you can also download a free nipple ruler there as well. So again, my top three tips for your most Googled lactation topics on positioning and sore nipples was number one, the position that feels the best is the best. Number two, toe curling pain is never normal with breastfeeding. And tip number three is get some help. I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you again for listening in. I will be back next week with a fresh new topic for you. Of course, I'm going to leave you with you are strong. You are smart. You are beautiful. You're a good friend to all. Bye. If you would like more help, check us out at breezybabies.com. It's the happy place for boobs and babies where you can take an online workshop on topics from breastfeeding to baby gas, learn baby massage, get a pumping plan before returning to work, and even get one-on-one lactation help from our IBCLCs. We meet with families both in home and also all over the world via secure video. And guess what? These lactation consultations might even be covered by your insurance. Click the link in the show notes or visit breezybabies.com to see if you qualify. Also connect with us at Breezy Babies on Instagram and YouTube. And last, if you love what we do, please leave us a review on Google or Apple Podcasts. Bye.